0: Hi everybody, welcome to Brothers Keeper. I'm Matt. Hi guys, I'm Benny. And uh, tonight we've got a, a, a little change of venue. Uh, you know, we told you guys that we'd be having uh, having a guest, but uh, he wasn't able to uh, to be on the show uh, due to uh, scheduling conflict.
1: So, but we've got a great topic that we're going to be talking about. We're actually pretty excited about it. Yeah, and before we dive into that, we kind of want to let you guys know what's been going on, why we weren't on last week, um, and just moving forward, what we're looking at doing and planning on doing. Um, Obviously, we changed our site. Uh, This is a lot better, we feel, and uh, hopefully we come to you guys in a more professional manner uh, and and bring you guys the Word of God, uh, but also look like we know what we're talking
0: about. (laughs) Yeah, big thing is you know, the guys over at Two Wolves, they really want, uh, they're very intentional in upping uh, the production quality and the production value because uh, they really love you guys and they really want to give you their best. And so as you can see, we've uh, they've definitely changed it up. But we're really excited about the topic tonight. We're actually gonna be actually doing what, uh, kind of what the original intent of the show was, which is uh, you know, yeah. believers from yeah. different walks of life discussing and debating, even uh, maybe agreeing or disagreeing on a particular topic, but still walking away brothers, even though we might ardently disagree on some of these topics. Yeah,
1: and even though Matt and I are brothers by blood as well, uh, there are things we do disagree on, and there's theological issues. Uh, I wouldn't say issues, but there are theological uh, topics that we disagree on as well. And again, these are topics that they don't change the core value no. of what it means to be a Christian. It, it no. doesn't change who, it, who, it, who we are called to be as Christians first and foremost. Right. And so we just want to lay that out there. And you guys, this is an awesome topic. So please, if you, if you like the topic, join in. Okay, so tonight the topic is eschatology
0: and uh, we're coming from two points of view and I'm going to let Ben kind of uh take us off cuz this is actually Ben actually has the more popular more predominant uh modern culture view of uh of the book of Revelation and how it is interpreted. Uh, I know that it's it's not revelations, it's revelation because it's one big revelation and uh and uh Ben is going to Kind of uh, give his point of view, but I've often said, uh, you know, it's funny because Ben is a, you know, I would say Arminian, uh, and I'm a Calvinist, <laughs> and that just means like where you're at with the whole predestination thing, but we're still brothers, yeah. and so, uh, but more so, not just brothers by blood, we're brothers by Christ, I think we've said that, but um, Ben, what is your view uh, and you know we already know that we're going to disagree on this one, but I want you to tell the people what is your so. view on eschatology and the Book of Revelation as far as, and we're going to use different word, different terms here,
1: but yeah. So free trip. I, 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 I won't even use just the Book of Revelation because throughout the Bible, especially the New Testament, it does talk about um, the second coming of Christ, and that's not what we're debating here tonight. What we're going to be talking about is the Great Tribulation and uh, when we believe again this is it's, it hasn't happened yet so obviously nobody knows yet uh but this is a discussion that's been out there uh very popular topic obviously you guys have probably seen the left behind movies and they i mean the terrible movie with Nick, nicolas nicholas cage and all those movies and even i think uh the guy from growing pains <laughs> Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, the left-behind series. Kurt Cameron. And I love that guy. You there know, was even a,
0: a really good, uh, for a lot of you older, uh, more vetted Christians, oh, yeah. if you remember, <laughs> uh, uh, of the Prodigal Planet series, which is also on Amazon right now. Oh, really? Yeah, if and you want to say? see. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, it is a <laughs> It is a nightmare of a movie yes, yeah, and it's bad. I think six hours long is six hour long yeah it came in eight, eight hours a hour few parts trip. but it's long so in essence it's about people who are left after a great tribulation after a great rapture sorry not tribulation after a great rapture happens and the church is taken away yeah. and uh, the people who are left behind the believers that are left behind who are not fully committed to Christ uh, go through a time of tribulation and uh, I'll let you take it from there but it's a very
1: entertaining film I'll give it that so, yeah, um, so the rapture is mainly what we're talking about. And obviously nobody knows uh, when when this is going to take place. And Matt's point of view is going to come from the point of view of the rapture being at the same time of the second coming. Is that correct? Yes. So that's what he's going to dive into more. What I'm going to talk about are just some verses that, you know, kind of lean me more toward, toward the uh, pre-trib, which it's called... There's three views on, on this topic. Yeah. The pre-trib, actually eight, mid-trib, eight. well the three main topics. Okay. You have the pre-trib, which is emphasized by the term pre-tribulation, mid-tribulation, which they believe the church is gonna be taken up in the middle of the, uh, of the uh, great tribulation that the Bible talks about. And uh, that one's a little, little harder uh, to back uh, scripturally. And then you have the post-tribulation, uh, post-trib, which uh, Matt's going to dive into. So, I want to start out with 1 Thessalonians four five, because this one is is a really good uh, for I, I guess for for you guys who do believe in the pre-trib, and again, um, this is just a, a difference of when when Christ is going to. Gonna take his his church. This is not an issue of whether he's gonna be doing that. Okay, I'm gonna probably keep him that home because I want you guys to understand that we're not arguing that Christ is coming back, right? No, <laughs> we believe that. And we're not. We're
0: not. Uh, one day we might have on a full preterist on our show. Uh, we we just don't fall into that camp. And if you are a full preterist, please uh, comment. Yeah, comment. Uh, show uh, show give us. us. Give us questions. Yeah, I, I'm and, not a full preterist. I believe yeah. that. Uh, the final coming and the final judgment has not happened, and neither does Ben.
1: No, no.
0: So we're we're. But getting... you know,
1: it, again, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna back up um, your point of view, please give a scripture. Because one thing that I've learned is that we don't know everything. We yeah. don't know everything in in scripture, and you know, we kind of there's things that God left for us to interpret kind of on our own. Now there is is again to the core values of of what we believe in, what we all should believe as Christians is the gospel and the gospel truth. So just keep that in mind. All right. So I'm going to read it to you guys. And this is Paul talking to the Thessalonians, the church of the Thessalonians. And for this way, uh, for this, we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. So that's that's where I kind of want to stop. So with them in the clouds and with Christ in the clouds. So to meet the Lord in the air. Okay, so that's kind of where... You know, I, I, I kind of went on this tangent not too long ago of, of reading more in depth of, of the rapture. Because, you know, it's something that really, it's an interesting topic. It's, a, it's an interesting. I think so. That's why the Left Behind series is so popular, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they're, they're feeding off of something that the church really, really um, likes to dive into. Yeah. So, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. So there, that, that's kind of one of those mm-hmm. those terms. Obviously, this is where a, a lot of the post uh, tribulationist tribulationists will tell you that. And actually, I'd, I don't want to speak no, on, on on their math, but we'll say that. Oh, is there a secret meeting in the clouds? And I've heard guys say that. That's why I'm I'm, I'm saying that. But it, it's pretty clear to me here, uh, especially on that in that verse that, yeah, we're gonna meet meet Christ in the air. Uh, so this is not him coming back to the earth just yet. He's he's meeting. Uh, we're meeting. We're going up to him. So that's that's one of those that uh, we really that really falls for me when I was discovering whether, you know, I, I were the popular view is the pre-trib and i th- I'm not one to just jump in the water after the sheep, you know kind mm-hmm. of thing off of a cliff, so I wanted to dive into it a little more, and I still have not um, found anything to deter me from that. Maybe Matt can show me something or maybe I'll show him but uh or or if you guys have something better that you find in Scripture that we're missing, reach out to us and let us know but
0: yeah all right so I'm going to start with that
1: verse. It's a good verse. all right let you, do you want?
0: It? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we, we could take it. We could take a one, one, uh, one block at a time. Yeah, that is definitely a, a you know one that uh, a lot of uh, uh, pre-trib or pre-tribulation uh, people believe. Now, tribulation being that the church has you know these these different views of this great tribulation that's going to happen. Um. Uh, yeah that is so let 's talk
1: about this tribulation is, really so quick. we might be
0: diving into something that might be confusing a lot of people that maybe are, are new believers, yeah so in uh, throughout the test, throughout the Bible, the Bible talks about a coming time where before the coming messiah there's some turmoil. We see this in Daniel with different beasts that are rising up and causing war. And uh, causing strife, and they're trampling on things. Uh, if you actually read Daniel chapter eight, it talks about the four these four beasts that uh, I believe it's Daniel eight. It talks about the four beasts that come up. And anytime you read the Bible, um, it, it talks about this time where these different kingdoms and these different ages come up, and they're eventually subdued, right? And their mm-hmm. power is taken away from them. But they're always talking about this final beast, right? This they're always bringing the up this, this big this yeah. big beast. The thing is is that um, the, the church has, has throughout the ages, not collectively, but there's been a view in parts of the church, I guess I should say, where when Christ left, the church was expecting a return because he promised it. And how that return looks, that's where we get our different views. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe that he already came back, he said he would come back, he came back, and now we're living in a certain time. Or, uh, I'm not a full preterist, that just means that you believe that everything is, is done. Uh, the thing is, and I, I don't want to confuse people because I don't want to ramble on, but that tribulation is a time of turmoil that Jesus actually prophesied about. Okay? And then John also prophesied about it. And there's a couple of places where
1: it comes up. But I'm talking about those two specific... Uh, uh, you know, uh, and, and, uh, and it talks about a, a seven-year period. Uh, right. Right talks about a seven-year period Daniel talks about this week mm-hmm. uh, of, of great turmoil, turmoil on the earth. Yeah. And it's basically the end uh, of what we know to be the earth. Now, I'll go so,
0: back yeah. to, now, now that you guys know like what tribulation is, I'm a, actually a no-tribulationist. So, a lot of people say, mm-hmm. well, well you know, that's why I don't, I'm not a post-tribber or a pre-tribber. I'm a no-tribber, okay? And I'll explain it in a second. So, I don't believe in a tribulation. I believe that the tribulation happened in the first century church. It was prophesied to them. Jesus said that when he was talking about these turmoils, he was saying that these things would happen to them and that, uh, and that uh, be, be, be patient and enduring and rely on God because these, these things were going to be happening uh, in that time. Now, I also believe this because every time Daniel prophesied about a final, that final kingdom, he was saying that the, the, the everlasting kingdom was going to come after that final kingdom, which is Rome, and Jesus came in the period of Rome, which means that Jesus' prophecies were written hundreds of years before he was born, and now you have this kingdom called Christianity that continues to grow and continues to move forward, which he said that his kingdom was an everlasting kingdom. It was never going to leave the earth. That's something he also prophesied. So we have to be careful, you know, um, I I know some pre-post-tribbers, pre-tribbers that are pretty consistent, but what I would say is the earth, Christians have always been going through tribulation, okay? We've always experienced persecution, but the first century church, it said that they would be going through this time. They did, it's accounted for, if you read about, you know, especially in the third century, the kind of persecution that they went through, it was terrible. Uh, but really in that first, uh, those first decades of the birth of the church, they actually did go through a heavy tribulation. The beast uh, in, in, that it talks about in uh, Revelations, it says the number, it says it's uh, 666, in the earlier translations it actually says it's 616, and when you actually use a translating tool that the Jews would have used because there's no numerology, in the, they don't have a numeric system. They would have to use that to kind of decipher what they were talking about because it's it's uh, uh, they don't just don't have it, and so it says, "Let him who have understanding let him know the number of the ma- of the beast, which is this number." And when you do it using that tool that the Jews would have used, Paul, uh, sorry, John would have wanted them to know who this beast was, okay? And the beast it comes out as Kairos Nero, which is Nero Caesar, okay. Now, going to Ben's. Uh,
1: uh, how, explain that. How do you how do you get that? How do you get the uh, Cairo Caesar so from they, the six one six? So words? they had
0: they had this this tool that actually would uh, it, it was a, a a way to translate numbers into words. Okay, into into. Yeah, letters. Uh, because because if you know again, they, don't, the they he, don't have Hebrew they don't have numbers. text doesn't it's there's no numeric. System so they would have that, to so. use that to translate things from numbers into actual words so that they knew or uh, from words into numbers so that they knew what number they were talking about or vice versa. Well they used that and when John was writing he actually wanted them to know who the beast was and what great tribulation was coming and we actually know because Nero was also in his own time by his own people called the, you know, the beast. Nero the beast because at his, at his parties at his orgies he would dress up like a lion and he thought it'd be funny to to tie up slaves or prisoners and attack them. He would literally attack them and bite them and scratch them and gnaw them. And it was he was a, a depraved he was monster. <laughs> well, yeah, but he was yeah, there was another spirit in him. But uh, you know, I really want to like to uh, dive a little bit more into it, and, and I'll, I'll I'll stop after this point. But talking from a post-millennial view, First uh, Thess- Thessalonians four fifteen. When it's talking about we will be caught up, okay, those who are in life, you know, you might get the idea that Paul was expecting it in the in, at the time that he was there, and he may have been, right? But he's saying anybody who's alive when God comes is gonna be, first the dead are gonna rise up, and then the living are gonna precede that, right? In that order, if they're still alive when God comes. Now, the language there, if you were actually reading that language and you were a first century Christian or Jew, you had have been reading that, and what would happen is anytime time the army of Rome would come to the city gates, they would not enter the city. They would stay out there a month before they entered the city victorious after a great long battle, okay? Then what you would have is the people were invited to come out of the city and greet the conquering uh, emperor or the general, and they would go run out to him. And then the procession would bring usher in the king, which is we know this is what it's talking about when it's talking about uh, how Jesus is going to come back. He's going to come back with the saints. So they're they're going with him and they're ushering him into the city victorious. And that's the language that you would be seeing there.
1: So, yeah, uh, it, again, it, it comes down to. Um, there, there is obviously the literal translations um, and in the original text, and Matt's mm-hmm. talking about the original. But what, what I see is there are other verses that oh, the other verse that, and I can't remember. It's in Matthew, obviously, uh, at the end when Jesus mm-hmm. does go up and it says, "In like manner, he shall return." Yeah. So there, it doesn't talk about. I mean, he wasn't at the city gate. He wasn't coming. You know, basically. What they saw is exactly what the Bible says mm-hmm. he's going to come back yeah. like. And so uh, it, this verse doesn't talk about him coming down. Yeah, It talks about us going up. And so there. it talks about the mansions, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Matthew 4, uh, 15, I believe it is. It talks about the mansions in heaven and how God Christ prepared that for us. And, you know, basically, if you look at the chron- chronological order of it, it would. It wouldn't really make sense for us to wake up, and, and this again. This is my interpretation of it. It wouldn't make sense for us to wake up the dead, meet Christ in the clouds, just to come down and fight the mm-hmm. battle of Armageddon. Because that's why you would come down for the second coming, yeah. right? So, is that is that kind of where you're at? No, what I, happens I, after I, the second coming? So before
0: the second coming. Well, at the time of the second coming, that's. The is point. there a battle of Armageddon? Well, it's a A true battle of Armageddon. It's talking about uh, a judgment (laughs) there. And, uh, you know, um, one thing that I would say is when it's actually talking about it, if you were a first century Christian living in uh, Rome, you would have known that that was talking about you go and you greet the the coming king or victorious king, and then you usher him in. You're with him when they come into the city. And we know that God is going to come back with the saints, he says. uh, And he actually fights the battle. The saints actually, even though they war against the saints, and the saints are actually, um, and we'll get into that. Or what actually, what I believe they're talking about when he's talking about the saints, but when they return, when he returns with the saints, he's returning with, uh, uh, he's coming in as a victorious leader, getting ready to to hit the final blow. there.
1: Okay, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's a good point. Um, obviously, like I said, I I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think it's a little, you know, the Bible does. Talk a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to the next verse. Uh, yeah, well, actually, before we get to the next verse, let's okay. let's let's kind of touch on this one a little bit longer yes. because I think this is so interesting how how different of a perspective we can have on the same verse uh, and the same verses. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's just coming from a different perspective. So um you wanted to say something. <laughs>
0: yeah. So so if you notice um, this this whole verse, you know, uh if you could read it again then cuz my eyes are kind of going back blind a little bit. Yeah, we're
1: kind of reading it from afar, so uh th- so again, it's 1st Thess- yeah. Thessalonians 4:15 through 17. For this we say, we say to the Lord, uh, to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means perceive those who are asleep. He's talking about the dead. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what uh, What it's saying there, it, it doesn't say that there's going to be this... Uh, it, 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 it's not specifically saying that it's going to happen in the middle of a tribulation or a post or anything like nope. that. It just says that we're going to be taken up to meet him and we're going to be with him forever. And if I've got to take the
1: whole... Well, the, well, the, well and here's where, where I get my perspective from. Yeah. So you're saying it doesn't give you an actual... Period of, no, in fact, of, this. So basically, this sounds when, more like a
0: judgment, David. Man. Because of when he comes with a shout, and then we go up. So
1: actually, so let me let me explain that part. Yeah. So the trumpet, mm-hmm. um, it was referenced to as basically the end of the church age. So that's kind of what we what we hear, you know, from a, a pre-tribulationalist uh, such as myself, is that when that trumpet sounds, because of the original text. Mm-hmm it it's it's basically when the trumpet sounded something big was happening something was either starting or ending and so if you take it from the first church they would view that as basically like this is the end if yeah. if if this if Christ has taken his his bride out of out of the of out of this world then he is really i mean he's doing that at the sound of this trumpet so that is my interpretation mm-hmm. but it's also what we see in the original text and what we see in the first church, and so yeah. that's kind of where I get that. You know, it's kind of a stopping point, and God's like, you know what? This is where you guys are coming out. This is where I'm taking you out of this world, basically, as believers in Christ. Yeah, and so going back to the meeting up in the clouds, and, and I just wanted to read this because you went back to the mm-hmm. the original, and the the term that it uses in the original text is harpuzo. So if those Har- of you harpazo harpazo, sorry. And so what, what that meant is actually to literally take to oneself, take out, basically, and that's where we get the term, uh, the rapture. There wasn't a term for it in the mm-hmm. English language, but it was obviously in the original text. They had a word for that, and it's basically snatch away or take to oneself, which Christ is talking or uh, Paul is talking about Christ taking the bride, uh, the, the church to himself. And so. That's kind of where I see that, and it does reference back to this. I know you're not saying that this is where it talks about yeah. the actual tribulation. This is a hard verse to use, but like, a, 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 it a, is referenced in during the tribulation. Yeah. So John does reference I,
0: again. Like I go back to the thing that when people use this verse to talk about people being taken out as like a, a period where like they escape this tribulation, it doesn't really say that. It doesn't really say that. Okay, this is going to precede a tribulation, or it's going to uh, occur before a tribulation. It actually just says that this is how it's going to happen when God comes back. Okay, so it's not clear. It doesn't. It's not a good verse to use to to clarify uh, when uh, a, a rapture is supposed to take place. It's just saying that this is what it looks like when God comes back, and this is how it's going to play out. Is when God comes back for His final time. Is He's going to be taking us up, we're greeting him, and then we're ushering him back in. And again, uh, I've got, you know, I've read this in excess because this was always a verse that I used, and it wasn't until I actually started really researching this verse and actually seeing that a lot of Bible scholars, they would say that if you're actually looking at this from the point of view of a first century Christian living in Rome, and the way that the Romans would enter in a victorious army or emperor, this is the way it was done in this kind of order, where they would go... Go to them, and then in Revelation, where it says that God returns with the saints, and then they come back. It's us ushering in our victorious King into the into the into the kingdom that He has already conquered.
1: Yeah, and so uh, obviously you have that point of view. Yeah. And, uh, you know. This is a
0: standstill part because it's, it's not, it doesn't really give us a clear image on this
1: verse. But it is referenced and that's what I'm saying. So John yeah. does reference back to these, this text. Where and are these the, texts? Can I ask
0: where the references are? Yeah,
1: let me, uh, we didn't have much time to prep for this. Just so you guys know, we're, we're going actually, off of our studying started, this on our own. And it the course of years, and it hasn't been a and while. So, yeah, just to let you guys know, for me, <laughs> so I may cheat
0: a little. But bit. But we are we are listening and we are reading your comments and questions. So please read and like read your questions or write your questions to us and comments. Uh, keep it respectful. Remember that we're all, uh, you know, if you guys are believers and you guys are, are pre-trib, post-trib, preterist, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know because there's multiple things that you might have even just being yourself, you know, you might have different parts of this thing. Uh, understand that we're brothers and sisters in Christ. If you believe this is going to occur, uh, and you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but if yeah. you haven't and you're an atheist guy, uh, this all might sound a little crazy to you, but be respectful also because we're also human beings and we are, are we believe that we're all worthy of respect and so um
1: yeah and and we're we're disagreeing as you can tell but we're not ready I might smack Mac across the face after we get off the camera. Just and I might kick Ben in the rear. How you know, annoying he is on. sometimes, but not <laughs> This guy's a real pill. He is a star. In- <laughs> but, but uh, you know, obviously we walk away in the end with our uh, both our heads held up high and, and mm-hmm. we're not smacking each other or beating up. And, and again, you're not going to argue anybody. And you guys have probably heard this if you are a believer. We're not going to argue anybody into the kingdom. But what we need to do is present the kingdom to them in a way that, yeah, even even if they get mad a little bit or, you know, kind of, hopefully nobody walks away angry with each other, especially when it comes to the Bible. Come on, folks. Yeah. Like, that's one of the worst things you could do when you're talking about the Word of God, right? Um, this is a touchy issue for some reason. So, but, yeah, in well, Revelation uh, 178, it does talk about the, look, he has come in with the cloud. So, it's not referencing... First, uh, it doesn't say that it's referencing first Thessalonians, So that's my bad. Again, it's been a while, but it it, it uses the same terminology. Okay, mm-hmm. and so John's talking about and every eye will see him, mm-hmm. even those who pierced him, and all peoples on earth will mourn. Okay, so actually, sorry, that's the wrong verse. That was first. the second my view.
0: <laughs> No, not really. He's like it comes back in the clouds. We will meet him in the clouds. Well,
1: no, because at that point, he's coming down right, to me. Right, right, and
0: that's where we're, we're... not meeting him up to No, we, we go and we run up to him, and we're meeting him in the club. Uh, let's see.
1: Let's see here. What did I just read? Okay, for the Lord himself... Hold on. What was it? No, no, no. no. For the Lord himself... Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, okay, hold on a second. All right. It was Revelation... What was I reading? You might have to pause this read. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. All, All right. right, so f- All we're right. gonna we're gonna go to Revelation. This is good. This is getting spicy. One seven, eight. All right. And and I'm not gonna go into the First Thessalonians part because well it, it does kind of reference it, but this is an imagery again because the Lord does things the way that He does things and yeah. So we're talking about how He comes from the clouds. Mm-hmm. He descends. Yeah, well, he's coming down to the earth, basically. It's yeah. what it's talking about in Revelation. Yeah. And even those who pierced him. So it's talking about the second coming here. So it doesn't really reference this here, um, I mean, this because this is actually referencing to when he's coming all the way down. So my bad. It's been a while, like I said, but we just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, and Matt's w- going to try to throw a hook in there. Well, no, I'm not trying to throw a hook.
0: <laughs> it's I believe, okay, and this is one of the verses that changed my mind about it, was as I read Thessalonians, we were meeting him in the clouds. If it would have stopped there, I don't think I would have ever even have questioned it. What it happened was it, was, it was when I was reading this, that it says that he's coming down, he's descending, in the same way that he's descending in that Romans uh, chapter, uh, chapter, um first, sorry, Thess- first Thessalonians, he's descending, but in Revelation, in, uh, in uh, chapter 1, verse uh, 7 through 8, the way it talks about him coming down is very similar. And so um, it's about him coming down and about his saints, again, meeting their king, their conquering king and ruler, and they're coming down, back down with him to introduce him and to to, uh, proclaim him victorious. Uh, And so it's very similar. He's descending and, uh, you know, in that verse and in this verse and we're and it's he's coming from the clouds. And where are we meeting
1: him? We're meeting him in the clouds yeah well and and again from from my perspective this the first thessalonians is talking more about us meeting him in the clouds revelation is talking more about him coming down and everybody seeing him so Mm -hmm. here it talks about everybody's going to see him in thessalonians it talks about the christians will see him so um i don't think it's kind of i I mean again read it. it Again, I believe we, we could spend all night on this. So and I'll, and I'll read finish, it. I'll finish
0: with it. I'll, I'll, I'll say. I, I think I gave him
1: enough. No, time you on did. That.
0: You did. But I'll, <laughs> I'll finish with this part. Is is that in, in, in no way? It's it's saying in this way and in this way. There's a reason why I believe that this is talking about the judgment day. Is exactly the way that, Thessalonians. It's not saying that it's a uh, rapture that we're here to escape a great tribulation. No word doesn't say that, but it does actually talk about him descending. It doesn't allude to it. It actually says it. It says that he is going to be descending. It's not like a minor thing.
1: Um, yeah, well, it's, yeah. It's a, it, it's a, it, a, again, it, from my perspective, it's saying he's descending and everybody's going to see him, but in mm-hmm. Thessalonians it doesn't talk well, about... Well this is just giving you the Christian's the, point of view. The Christian... Well, that doesn't mean that it's so no, everyone else can see it. I think it. if it's going to say it in, in Revelation that everybody's going to see him Thessalonians no would probably give us the same again Thessalonians
0: context. is just saying like giving it to it's a writing to the Christians saying this is what you're going to see when this all happens
1: I think John when the world
0: sees this this is what too. it's going to be taking place all right <laughs> all so right we can moving go on moving on
1: <laughs> so uh moving on yeah you wanted to bring up any verse yeah so another
0: verse that's used often about talking about uh the rapture is uh, is in Matthew when Jesus talks about uh, the days will be like the days of Noah and so let me see here. So he was saying, but uh, uh, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not be give its light and the stars will fall from the earth. With, uh, okay, hold on a second here. Actually.
1: One second here. Hold on a second here. So yeah, so while Matt's looking that up, um, Again, comment, post uh, any any opinions you may have on this. Again, obviously we're reading the same passages yeah. and we're getting some completely different. Uh, so please do. And and again, don't come from a perspective that's been drilled into you. Dive into the Word. Dive into the yeah. Bible. And, and come up with your own conclusion and, and see what perspective and what side you want to take and what the whole, you feel like God's telling you yeah. uh, that you should take. Because just really quick on that note um, i believe that because matt believes the way he does it makes him a better christian right mm-hmm. and the way that i believe that makes sense to me so it makes me a better christian and again we're on totally opposite we're sides deeper. of the, uh, we're of digging the spectrum deeper, right but um, so i'll i'll say this yeah. is that
0: it, it it talks about in the days of noah how uh, it will be as the days of Noah where they were eating and drinking, right? And then all of a sudden the great flood came. Now, this is a reference to, a lot of Christians will use it, that, you know, God um, took up, uh, you know, took out the, the, these people and uh, he saved them and preserved the, the group, right? He took the group that Ben would believe is, you know, he takes, this is a reference to the, to the rapture because they get taken out but into this ark, Right? And they're preserved in this time of uh, a flood, and then the people who are wicked get destroyed. But if you read it, it actually. The ones
1: that are left behind are, are the. Right. I've, I've heard this. So I'm right.
0: Sorry. But the thing is, is that uh, when, it's, when, I, when I see it, and this is actually very good, like, I uh, was actually uh, um, reading a, uh, an actual article from a Bible scholar um, that typically a lot of. Actually, a lot, so you actually, know a lot it's of. True. Well, he had a consensus on it, but he gave references to it. But a lot of people, uh, they use this verse incorrectly because what it's saying is, is it's just the time of when the church is going through tribulation. They'll be preserved through it, and all the wicked people will actually be washed away. And so that's what it's talking about. Now, whether that's it's not clear as to that being an actual rapture because it doesn't say that. It's just saying that it's a time of preservation. That's what we know. That's clear, so, and, that, and that that time so is a time of, Noah's a time of judgment.
1: Going, going back into First wow. Thessalonians, you say that the rapture, that's where we get the term. Again, yeah. basically the harpazo meant basically snatched away. So that's, I just want to clarify that, because you keep saying that that term is not in the Bible, yeah. but it, it technically is, we just didn't have a word for it in English. So, so. so what I would, yeah, that's a good point. And so what I'm saying with
0: that is, is that that's actually talking about the time of, of, I believe, judgment when God comes back because the time of Noah was a time of judgment, okay? And that's the, that's the, that's the final judgment, okay? Yeah. And all the wicked get washed away, and guess what? The Christians come out, and they're preserved, and Noah ends up ruling the earth with his... Well, he comes out, and he starts uh, kind of, it's like a do-over with, you know, his, he's told to multiply... And be fruitful, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, he, he, the, the animals start going out and start multiplying. And uh, his sons start going out and they start multiplying with their wives. And it's a time kind of like a do-over. And God says, okay, from, moving on from here on, I'm not going to destroy the earth like I did this time. But, again, it's a time of judgment. And that's what he's saying is that in that ark, in that final ark, in that final in that judgment, he's gonna, the wicked people will be washed away. And then I'll also say this, um, therefore, and then the, the one in Matthew 24, uh, verse 15, this is also the one that kind of threw me for a loop because I used to be a pre-tribber.
1: And just real quick before Matt, Matt jumps to the next. Yeah, um, go on. Verse. So, so he sees it as almost opposite. It's like upside down of what, how I see it. And, and again, we don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Um, and it could happen anytime as the Bible tells us. So that's one thing that I would say we agree on. Yeah. Um, but we, I I see it from the different perspective of, you know, Noah kept telling these people just like we're called to tell people in this world, Hey, get your stuff in order. We, you know, I, I, I I don't want you guys to drown basically. And then to a point where Noah just forgets about the people around him, uh, um, and just starts building his shit. And it talks about how they would mock him and ridicule him. And, you know, uh, you know, there's creationalists that will say that, you know, maybe at that time, Earth hadn't even seen rain. Uh, so that's a, a, a different topic, a, a cool perspective. But then we see that, you know, through all of that. And I, I mean, uh, he was probably beat. He was probably, you know, who knows? It doesn't really go into depth of mm. what happened to Noah during this time as he's building that. It took him a really long time. And so, we see. I I see it from the perspective that Noah was trying to tell these people and trying to say, "Hey, look, there's this thing coming, and it's gonna it's gonna destroy all of you." Mm-hmm. And and so before that happened, obviously Christ took him out. Um, and you know, if, if we look at Noah, there was a, a pretty quick period of time right after mm-hmm. the world started repopulating that people went right back to their uh, degenerate ways. So, you know, again, it's. <laughs> It's kind of funny because mm-hmm. we're looking at the same verses, but, you know, I see it from the other perspective of that. Yeah, Christ actually pulled Noah out of out of that. Uh, it's, I'm not saying he pulled him out of the earth because obviously he had to repopulate the yeah. earth and wanted to use Noah for that. But he pulled him out of that, out of that disgustingness, out of the, the evil that, that the world was going through at the time. And God literally snags snags him out of it. And literally almost in a blink of an eye, it sees it says that. Water came up from the ground. It probably flooded within a few hours, and you're talking about the whole earth dying Mm -hmm. in in just almost a blink of an eye. Let me read the
0: verse. I think I found it, but it's in 36. So Matthew 24, verse 36. But of the day and the hour, no one knows, no, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. Okay, this is before he was, you know, transcended. Uh, uh, And so I believe now he would know. Because now he has, uh, he's got the fullness uh, of knowledge. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. uh, he humbled himself to and come on the earth. And that is another topic we could I be, know. be talking he, about. He humbled himself <laughs> to come to the earth. Yeah. Even though he was fully God and fully man, he uh, humbled himself. Yep. And so he, you know, at this time he says very clearly that you know, in that time he doesn't know. But now he crucified and risen and ascended. And so, uh, for the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. For as in those days... Before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving into marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and took them all away. So will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then there will be two men in a field and one will be taken away and one be left. Two women will be uh, grinding the mill and one will be taken and one will be left. Okay, so this is just saying uh, that... When God comes back, it's going to be quick, okay? It's going to be uh, a time of judgment that's mm-hmm. going to come on the whole earth,
1: Yeah.
0: all right? And we both agree with that. Yeah. Now, we believe differently how, how on... How we get to that point. We don't believe on who the people <laughs> being taken away are. Yeah. He believes that the people are being raptured up, mm-hmm. but he's saying right here that
1: in those days... Don't put words in my mouth, bro. <laughs> Don't say what he's saying, and then go into it. come from your Sorry. perspective. Matt. So what a pre-tribber would say
0: <laughs> is I'm that
1: that I mean, okay, you get okay. pores in my
0: mouth. Okay, but uh, he's talking about like his return, okay, and he's talking about his return that uh, no man knows, right? And uh, at that time, even he didn't necessarily. Uh, well, he says he, he you know no, not the sun. But the Father, and so that that time when He's prophesying this, He's saying that uh, that you know uh, the coming of the Son of Man will be just in the days of Noah, which it's judgment, okay? The time of God's return, of Jesus's return on the earth. Yeah, no, no, no. The time I, of a final judgment. No, no. That
1: that is one verse that people may use as a pre-trib, but obviously that's talking about the second coming. Yeah. So I I agree with that. Okay. I just don't. I it doesn't apply to the the pre trib but it doesn't apply to the post for me anyway so yeah it's not it, again we're talking about something different i i agree with that okay is, that is something that it'd be hard to say you know that so this is this is a no i'm glad Ben said that because i mean uh do you
0: remember that song
1: there is <laughs> no time
0: <laughs> yeah it was in that horrible
1: movie back in the 70s you know, that scared and, and, and the and crap talks, out of us in,
0: it talks in that movie or in that song and it uses this as the time of uh, the rapture. Yeah. In that song, and it's it's misunderstanding what it's saying because when you actually read the whole verse, mm-hmm. it's clear what's going on. Yeah. Jesus is coming the, back to to judge. Yeah. And uh, like all, he judged all I'm the saying is that Noah. Noah
1: pulled uh, was pulled out before uh, yes. anything would happen. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that nothing bad is going to happen to Christians. Yeah. If if my per- point of view and my theory is is what comes to pass, I don't want. I don't want anybody to think that because, I mean, if you look around the world, even today, our brothers and sisters are going through trials and tribulations. And so I don't want you guys to think that, oh, we have this, you know, we're mm-hmm. going to go from a great life to even better. You know, and that, that there's nowhere in the Bible that's promised mm-hmm. as, a, as a believer. And so, you know, put on the armor of God. And, and we're going to talk about that in our closing. But just be sure that that you're not just one of those that, you know, you're looking to the sky, as as the angel told the apostles, "Why are you looking in the heavens? You should be doing the work." Yeah, do you um, not know so that this
0: Jesus is the way? He left. He shall also he shall return, return in like manner.
1: And so we we so. come we come back to that and say, you know what? They meant there's still work to be done. And so regardless of where you fall in all of this, and this is probably mm-hmm. uh, you know going to fall in the middle of it, but where, wherever you stand on all of this, that's one perspective that we want everybody to understand is that. We have to do our part till whichever uh, whichever theory I guess at this moment in time uh, comes to pass. School of so. thought,
0: yeah. I would say because I really wanted to get into uh, the Antichrist. Which I think everybody knows about that, but I think we're gonna hold off because I think that's a better topic. Yeah, I, uh, for I haven't maybe read uh, even and next I, week, I,
1: I need to come more prepared. Also, again, this is going by so, our studies over years of doing yeah. our own studies. We thought we were time. gonna have a guest tonight, and, and he backed out this afternoon. Yeah, so but. Um, but this is awesome. I love this. I love talking about this. I love debating it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it really is uh, nice to be challenged and grow it's, and, and be...
1: It's awesome to see other people's perspective on it too. I mean, there's times where you will hear a pastor or a minister and they'll, they'll they'll be preaching and you're like, "Man, you know, I never really thought of it that way." And it's yeah. kind of nice. It's refreshing to get a different perspective. So let us know um, if you guys want us to maybe
0: continue in this topic because again, there are so many things in pop culture that come up, like the Antichrist. I mean, uh, movies like the, which I don't recommend watching, but The Omen or, you know. Like <laughs> don't that. watch that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, a lot of people are interested in this topic of the Antichrist. Yeah. Antichrist, sorry. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: definitely a top... I really would like to talk about that, but it's so meaty that I'm really afraid to bring it it's up. We won't have time today, and I really yeah. need to freshen right. up on that and polish up on that. So Yeah, the rapture's been good enough he, so far. Here's the thing, too, just real, uh, real quick, is don't... If you're a new believer, don't jump into Revelation. There is so much in Revelation that is reference to the entire Bible, and and there's so much that, you know, you don't... The way it was put to me is you don't start watching a movie from the end and then go backwards to the beginning. So remember, start your Bible from the beginning. If you're a brand new Christian and you just have no idea where to start and the book of Genesis doesn't make any sense to you anyway, uh, start Start Matthew. Matthew, Sorry, John. Matthew. John is a the really gospel. good one, the yeah. Gospel of John. Um, that's where I've been telling people to start. It does talk about, it does go back through uh, kind of where Jesus is coming from, yeah, and so and again, this
0: is uh, because you probably you guys have probably heard these terms before, uh, yeah. I know a lot Especially of you have been raising the church. well even people that are not believers they yeah, 've heard the true. term rapture, yeah. right they 've heard the term of second coming, mm-hmm. right you know they 've heard the term antichrist, uh you know they may have even heard you know just in uh, different rock songs abomination of desolation, yeah, you know a drag the great red dragon, if you remember you know some of these uh you know like uh um, I knew it as Manhunter, but then all of a sudden another movie came out called uh, <laughs> Red was, Dragon, yeah.
1: which is Hannibal Lecter, and uh, <laughs> was good.
0: that was a good one. Um, but it's talking about the 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 devil, right? The the you know, See? the Red Dragon, yeah.
1: Right?
0: And so the serpent of old, and so these are terms that are in the Book of Revelation that maybe you guys have heard of in pop culture. And so even if you're a non-believer, what we could do is give you context as to what those are. And so that way you understand and have a better understanding of what those are so that you're not, you know, maybe misunderstanding or misquoting what those things are. So what I'd like to do now is uh, just kind of, you know, just these, from these two perspectives, Ben, give me a summary of what you believe about the rapture, uh, maybe in its chronological order. Oh, man. Yeah, just <laughs> kind of close it. Because, just because, like, we, we covered a lot. Do you have five like, hours? <laughs> well, just, you know, because we covered a lot. And so I want people to understand what a pre-trib, uh, a fairly consistent pre-tribber. Because you I'll might let, disagree on something. I'll, I'll let you start. Okay. So uh, again, uh,
1: for us, for us, uh, us. post-millennialists. <laughs> it's them now. Well, because I'm a I'm a, on what <laughs> he's you're. He's a post-millennialist. From? Sorry, guys. I, I introduced him as a pre-post tribulationist. So. Well, that's kind of accurate because I believe the, the, the tribulation
0: well, has already happened. List. So what we believe is. When Jesus is talking about the tribulation that was t- is to fall that they think that's going to fall in the world, it already happened. Okay, because
1: and, and uh, real quick while, before you get into it, we're not going to go back and forth on this. We're just going to kind of give you guys the perspective, perspective of what we and, see it as and what we're reading in the text. Yeah. So I'll and let so Matt, I'll so, let uh, 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 but so I'm not going to disagree with him, but I'm disagreeing with him. he can and he'll he'll
0: just bring up his, his disagreement by just summarizing what he believes. So, um, but of the day of the hour, no one knows, not even the Son of Man, uh, uh, okay. And the, actually I'm going to take it back to, uh, 15. So Matthew 24, verse 15. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel, the prophet standing in the holy place, uh, let the reader understand. Then those who are in Judah or Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever to on his, oh, sorry. Whoever is on his rooftop must go. It was not go down to get his things. So whoever's on his rooftop must not go down to get his things. Okay, it's saying just book it. Okay. Whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. But pray that the that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath where you're caught off guard.
1: Hold on, real quick. I, I want to tell you what I believe there. Christ was talking to the Jews. This is my time. Sorry. I, <laughs> I just wanna let you know I probably agree with you on this. Okay. Because I've I've read into that he's yeah. talking to the Jews of the yeah. time. Right. So he's talking about that time again that, Good. Uh, I'm glad you so, yeah. so, sorry.
0: So so we agree. <laughs> so Jesus every time he's referencing this time of tribulation,
1: mm. he's
0: actually talking and it's very clear to me because he says you Anytime he talks about the tribulation, he's talking to his audience that he's talking to. And he's talking about the coming tribulation that's going to happen to the Christians in Judea. And we know this because he's giving them warning to flee it. And, uh, and uh, that it's, it's going to be the falling of the temple and the, uh, of the falling of Jerusalem. And we know this because uh, he says it and he gives a warning. And it's interesting because when Jerusalem actually fell to the Romans... In 70 AD, okay, Tiberius came in, he destroyed everything, he levels everything, and the only people who were able to escape before the destruction had happened were a group of Christians that fled to the mountains because they knew, they were given they were given this warning, and they knew what was coming, and they, they just ran. They, they, they went up to the mountains, and so they were saved, and so Christianity was able to be preserved and saved, and it spread uh, in that region because of that. And so um, he was giving them warnings. And when he was talking about the abomination of desolation, that's also uh, prophesied and that's often used uh, uh, as a, a reference to uh, the Antichrist and, uh, and or a reference to uh, something that's not, which is the abomination of desolation does occur. It happened, right? It did happen. Antiochus. Yeah. And so it was... AD 72? It was, yeah. So they put the statue in the, the temple... And then they, they destroyed the temple, right? And so in that order. And so um, what we know is, is that that's what he was saying. And so I believe that the tribulation was talking about the time of Nero also, uh, when Nero actually persecuted the church for a certain number of days that were prophesied in the book of Revelation. And what it's saying is, is he's, he's writing, John is writing this to the church to encourage them to say, be strong. Guess what? That all this turmoil, all this stuff that's going to happen to you guys, God is shortening the days. He's going to make it safe for you, that you're going to come, that his kingdom is everlasting. And even though some of you are going to be put to death and some of you are going to suffer great tribulation, at the end of it, you're going to win. And that's ultimately what he's saying. And that's what he's kind of illustrating throughout the course of this great thing called the Bible is he's saying, this need of a hero happens and this is how it's ultimately going to come out. And this big, long story that has to take place is ultimately uh, finalizing itself with this kingdom that's coming. And uh, and uh, he never prayed God take them out of the world, but Jesus always prayed to leave them in the world, keep them in the world. And I think that that's important because he says that very clearly. He says, Lord, I pray that you do not take them out of the world, but that you keep them in the world. Um, and so we're supposed to be in the world, but not of it. And that's where I believe that, the tri- that the, the, when he's talking about the tribulation, he's talking about specifically the church at the time of Rome and with Nero. Because it happened. They went through a great tribulation. And uh, there's uh, a multitude of uh, verses that you know, I could just bring up. But I don't want to information overload people.
1: But, yeah. But, yeah, so. Your view? Mine is, is going to be a, a little different, obviously. Not where I'm wrong, but your view. <laughs> yeah, so my view. <laughs> so one thing that I see uh, is when Jesus does talk to the multitudes. Obviously, he's still talking to us even today, and there's there there are prophecies that Jesus um, did speak of, and so, I mean, you, I, I don't think that. Okay, sorry, I'm not gonna. We're not debating that. Sorry, that, that was Matt's view. <laughs> so, all right. So the the pre-trib. So what I believe is that we are uh there there's a like Matt said he has a multitude of verses that he's he he uses to try to you know kind of back up his point of view on that um there's tons of of verses that I use uh mm-hmm. to to bring up what I believe you know mm-hmm. and so again we we look at i mean the way that John writes this great tribulation the way that Christ it's it's pretty specific and yes certain things have come to pass but there is a chronological order that John talks about and so i mean basically when when there's a number it's not like we should just overlook that in the bible you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so for me when i when i read revelation and it talks about the three and a half years and the three and a half years and i'm sure matt has another perspective on this that it it, during this great tribulation so the way that the pre-trib believes is that when the after the rapture happens or Somewhere at the beginning uh, of, of this great tribulation the Bible talks about, there is a chronological order. And so we talk about, yeah, uh, you know, obviously the Antiochus, I think it was the second or the Antiochus, one of the Antiochuses, um, was considered as, as, as committing this desolation uh, in, in, the, in the temple by destroying the altar. And putting his own abomination, uh, the abomination in the temple. So that's what he was referencing there. Now, as a pre-trib, then, I, I, I look more at, at the actual symbolism with the literal, um, literal side of it. Because mm-hmm. the Bible is, and Matt may disagree with me here, but there's, there's a lot of symbolism in the Bible. But we shouldn't read the I'm, Bible. I'm a, I'm a post-millennialist. I there's so a lot
0: of symbolism. <laughs> Is in the
1: book. of um, You're more of the cut, cut and dry, though. Wait, everything is, what everything is
0: referring some. So every symbol in there yeah. is referring to something literal.
1: Yeah, and so, so and, uh, and, I, and I agree, and that's yeah. why I, th- I believe that when John's talking about seven and a half, uh, seven years happening for this tribulation, I do take it literal, and so that's why I do believe that there is going to be a time. And man, if we could, we could do this for a whole month if yeah. you guys want want us to. So please. Just jump on this discussion because there's so yeah. much to cover. Keep it respectful. Yeah, but yeah. Keep if, it lively too. If like, you don't, if you don't yeah. agree, don't hit at us because we're just coming from our point Look, of view. I okay. don't, I don't try to confirm
0: my biases again. Like I was a, I was a pre-tribber, tribber, <laughs> pre-tribber for a they long, some a long time. I'm talking about it wasn't until maybe about f- three, four years ago that I was like you know what let me read this because there's some verses that I just cannot get over you know and, one of them being Matthew and respectfully 15. Matt or oh, sorry Matthew 24 verse 15 where it's just that one kind of threw me for a loop yeah and, and
1: respectfully Matt actually came up with some pretty good points that that's why a few I would say within the last year I I did dive into it more and more and you know looking from his perspective I, I can see um, but it, it for me personally' it's, mm. it, it 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 wasn't it's not the right for, again, for me, it's not the right formula for what I see the Bible's trying to trying to give us there. Yeah but again, that's this is a non-essential. It's fun to talk about. It's a great topic. So jump in on the conversation, uh, join our mm-hmm. discussion, and a little nugget for you guys that we just found out today. Is that we're gonna actually be jumping on YouTube as well. So we're hitting YouTube. So yeah, we're gonna be going yeah. that direction. So we need you guys to follow us to YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, share the videos. Not with your literally brands. today,
0: but you're gonna see this up and running on uh, YouTube at some point. So like, share, mm-hmm. comment questions we love again we love discussion we even love debate
1: yeah
0: Uh, again ben and i we could go for hours disagree with each other we've
1: done it before (laughs) and we will
0: probably do it again yeah uh but you
1: know i I was gonna say but i'll let ben continue yeah sorry i kind of went off on a tangent there but so basically what i believe is that the bible does have a chronological order and so when i look at the seven years uh, that john's talking about in revelation I, I do see it as a seven year period that we can take literally that it, it, it's almost like a time clock starts. And when when you believe a, as a pre-trib, you believe that we're going to be taken up again. It doesn't say before uh, before anything bad starts happening. But it does say that there will be, you know, a time where Christ will pull us out uh, of of it, because if not, then we would be. Um, it was, it, I, I'm sorry, I'm paraphrasing, but it would be horrible, disastrous for Christians yeah. if he didn't pull us out. So that going into that, um, the world does go through a seven-year. So again, if you don't understand what the Great Tribulation is talking about, read about it. But this is kind of the chronological. Again, it's a prophecy about what
0: the the earth is going to go through. Yeah. But uh, that's what pre tribute view. It's it's yes. the earth is going to go through a great tribulation, a great time of of turmoil and suffering mm-hmm. to bring about the coming of the Messiah. But God is going to rapture His people out of the earth. Take them out. Before that time. Apazo. Whether it's a little bit, you know, a little bit before, during the time or before uh, it. Or I would but, say
1: probably r- bef- before where, where, where things get really bad. But, but So there's three and a half years yeah. uh, that the Bible talks about. And John goes through this giant it's it's insane kind of what he's if you if you weren't a believer, it would look crazy to you, but as a believer, you see where it actually comes into play with what scripture talks mm-hmm. about already, and so we know that John is not hallucinating no. which has been brought up that he was eating some something on this eye and, and anyway modern, so, modern yeah.
0: people always want to introduce something getting high because <laughs> they just that's all they reference but so yeah. go
1: on go to so the first three and a half years during this tribulation this is where the antichrist that the the antichrist that i read about mm-hmm. uh, that that i'm translating and we'll go through this some other time but yeah he he's kind of gaining power in, in on the earth and then Going into the last final three and a half years is where. And we, gets, we'll do it.
0: We'll, we'll dive into him yeah. a little bit more on a different show. So it, but it, it's so much there.
1: Three and a half years will go. Uh, the final three and a half years are, are terrible. And this is leading up to the Battle of Armageddon. And so that's what I believe. That's what I read. Again, that's what I, I read out of it. And that's what I get out of it. But if you don't agree, that's fine. If you do agree, great. Uh, that's fine as well. But again, these are. This is a topic that I think we, as believers in today's society, we, we blow it way more out of proportion. I mean, I, I hope it's the way that I believe, and I'm sure Matt hopes it's the way he believes, but uh, yeah, in the I'm, end... I'm like, a little bit more like, so I, I call myself a positive pre-millennialist
0: or post-millennialist. <laughs> I keep saying pre A positive, which I See, believe that you
1: know right. the kingdom is growing.
0: And yeah. so when Jesus established his kingdom on earth, he said it's an everlasting kingdom. It's a king that I've never fall, and because I use the Old Testament also, because the Book of Revelation is one of the most. It was one of the most disputed books before it was, you know, before you know, with the with the, the, the Church. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was it was always there, but it was one of those books that it was it was uh, you know there was uh, it was. I'm grateful, like many people, like many scholars, that it was the most one of the most argued books because it means that the found the the the. The Bible made the church. The church yeah. did not make the Bible. I like what, what a, a scholar once said. Yeah. The Bible, the scriptures are what made the church, not the other way around. And so they were very careful and they were thoughtful.
1: Yeah. And they didn't they just didn't say, just throw in, hey, in we, we need this Bible. book
0: in there. Yeah. No, they were very, they were very much certain- of the mind that they said, you know what? This is a serious book. And, you know, it was a good, you know, it was a big, long, you know, Debate. Let's just put it
1: this way: God and had they, His hand on, on yeah, the Bible they, being
0: put together. They put it together, and, and it worked. It worked fantastically. It's the way God it planned. And I think yeah. it's it, because it matches all the other, um, all the other prophecies of the Old Testament. Daniel.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, if you actually go through the Daniel, it talks weeks. about. It talks about a number of things. It talks about the four beasts, mm-hmm. uh, not the ones in, in necessarily in Revelation. Well, not the ones in Revelation, but maybe the final one in Revelation. It talks about that beast which is you know I believe Rome uh but it also talks about uh the four beasts uh, the 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 lion that is is uh has wings of an eagle and is yeah. made to stand like a man so again you know, all this if stuff. you haven't
1: read the bible and you're just kind of hearing what we're saying or if you haven't read in a while start start from genesis again there's a lot of of reference from the new testament to the old so yeah. um I I believe in the old testament 100% as well and I yeah. use it in a lot of my study when I am even in the New Testament because Christ himself used the Old yeah. Testament every time yeah. he spoke. Again, like you know.
0: Revelation, you can't have Revelation without uh, you know the Old Prophets. Mm-hmm. Because the Old Prophets were talking about the coming king and his kingdom and how it was everlasting after that. And so this is one of the reasons why I believe in, in the way that I believe because it was, it was uh, one of those things that just, for me, I, you know, and again, Ben absolutely can disagree, but for me, when I read uh, when I read the Old Prophets, it was very clear that they were talking about an eternal kingdom that was never to leave, and uh, that the, the old kingdoms were going to fall away, and that this new kingdom was going to be strong, it was going to grow, and it was going to be victorious one day.
1: Yeah, well, and, and so we can go through, when, when we do this more in depth on the on the book of Revelation, we mm-hmm. can go more in depth of what does happen after the tribulation, uh, that what I believe is the tribulation. Matt believes that we're living that right now, um but what I believe is that you know, and again we're kind of getting outside of what we were going to talk about mm-hmm. today. But it does make sense when you when we do go through and and go through Revelation. I hope we do that. Yeah. Uh, but we see that there is a, again chronologically there's a thousand years. We're, that we're kind of
0: we're honing in on the rapture. Yeah, right, right? basically. So there's. May have been different components, but yeah. uh, we, we just that's, yeah, so, that's what it has to
1: do with So coming in, um, you know, obviously, again, it's been a while since we really dove into Damn. I I dove into this personally, so uh, I, I am a little rusty. But um, we'll continue this topic next week. We're going to actually have Kevin McGinnis Great. on the show. going to be on. Awesome. Great. So we're going to do probably uh, we're going to see if it it's enough to cover two-part series on marriage. And uh, him and his wife do marriage retreats. Let us know if you want to get yes. us
0: to get back to the Book of Revelation and actually talk. We actually will get back to it. And, and yeah, I bring think after up, uh, Kevin's
1: on, I think we should no. get back to it. I uh, think yeah. this is awesome. Like, so uh, that'd be great. So uh, join us. And again, we're moving to YouTube. We'll let you guys know uh, when we'll be there very yeah. soon. Um, obviously, Facebook is going to be. Uh, we're still going to be on Facebook. So join yeah. us. Join us. Join our discussions yeah. groups and uh, For yeah. our brothers keeper. Remember. Go serve the kingdom by serving your God. God bless.